Welcome to the Beat the Odds Horse Racing Show. This is the first episode of the new year. I hope y'all had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I want to thank y'all for an amazing 2022. The support was insane. And the content and the episodes will only get better in 2023. Let's get right into this episode. Our uh, Saturday Around the Country picks... Aqueduct race eight, which is the Jerome for Saturday. Let's go with number four, Lugan Knight, four to one. The son of Golden Sense broke his maiden in his second start. In his first start against maidens, which was his third start, he faced Victory Formation, who just came back and picked up 10 points with a victory at Oaklawn. He doesn't have to face victory formation today or Saturday. Lugan to win the Jer- Lugan Knight to win the, the Jerome. Race number nine. Give us number nine, Bourbonic. This horse just loves Aqueduct. And he's making his second start off of a long year layoff. He should be fit, more fit than he was off the in his first race off the layoff. Give us Bourbonic back at Aqueduct to win race number nine on Saturday at eight to one. We have a late pick five play at Gulfstream. Race number seven, give us the two. Race number eight, we have to go deep. This is a race that is wide open. Give us the one, two, seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven. Race number nine, give us the three. Race number ten, give us the two, four, six, and seven. Race number eleven, give us the three, six, seven, nine, eleven, and twelve. I sure hope there are some scratches because this ticket is way more than I would like to spend. But if we hit it, it's going to be a huge payoff. As of now, that. Pick four is at uh, pick five is at eighty four dollars. Leave some horses off. I understand. I don't want to spend that much, but it's gonna pay. Oak Lawn for Saturday, race number three. Give us number two on the stage at eight to one. I'm not backing an zero for eight four to five favorite on the morning line. So, we're going to go with the Steve Asmussen first-timer. Steve Asmussen's great first time out. And, yeah, give us number uh, two on the stage at 8-1. to one. Number Race number eight at Oaklawn. Give us number nine, Bye Bye Bobby, at 15-1. to one. This horse is making his first start since the Zia Park Derby. He's dropping down into... Uh, Allowance, he should find his friends here. Give us number nine, uh, Bye Bye Bobby, to win race number eight. Race number nine, give us number seven, Coach, at seven to two. This horse is trying to go back to back in this race, and she loves Oaklawn. Moving on to our final track for Saturday, Santa Anita. Race number six, give us number two. 
I'm not going to even try to uh, pronounce this name because I'm going to botch it up. Number two at 6-1 to one in race number six. I'm expect expecting Frankie to put a masterpiece of a ride on the downhill course and just school these jockeys. Give us number two in race number six at Santa Anita, Santa Anita for on Saturday. Race number seven. Give us number one, Thirsty John. Trainer has his horse and the favorite entered in this race. Why would he enter the, this, this horse, Thirsty John, in this race coming right off of a debut victory? This trainer thinks a lot of this horse. So, give us number one, Thirsty John, to win race number seven. Race number eight, give us number nine, Cast Member, at five to two. She's a perfect three for three in her career, and she's been beating up on all the cowbreds. I expect her to do nothing but the same here. Race number nine, give us number seven, Holiday Arousal. At four to one, once she came from North Northern California and the fair meets, she didn't discredit herself. She finished second at Del Mar last time out. She runs back to that effort. She should be right there at the finish. Then to finish it off at Santa Anita, race number ten. Give us number two, Docs Adams at six to one. She's right. Riding a four-race win streak. Hopefully she makes it uh, five in a row. Because I like Doc Adams at 6-1 to one in race number 10. The next thing I want to talk about is the Eclipse Awards. They're coming up in a few few weeks. It is the year-end year awards for horse racing. Let's go division by division. Two-year-old filly. I think the finalists will be Wonder Wheel, Who's Your Philly, and Leave No Trace. But there is no doubt winner of this division. It's Wonder Wheel. She's four for five. Her only hiccup in her career so far was a second in the spinaway. She won the Breeders' Cup going away for fun. No doubt winner is Wonder Wheel. Two-year-old male. I think the finalists will be Forte, Cave Rock, and National Treasure. Once again, we have a no-doubt winner. The winner is Forte. Four for five in his career as well. And you can't fault him for coming in second and the second start of his career in the Sanford. Not only going up against winners for the first time, but going into a graded stakes. He's a two-year-old. He was just figuring things out. Forte, winner of the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. He's your two-year-old uh, male champion of the year. Three-year-old Philly. I think the finalists will be Ness, Secret Oath, and Spinderella. The first three awards are no-brainers. Like this one, once again, the winner is Ness. She dominated three-year-old Philly division all year. Her only two losses... We're in the Oaks and a fourth against Older in the Breeders' Cup after a long year. And plus, she took on three-year-old males and finished second in the Belmont. Nest is your three-year-old Philly champion. The three-year-old male division, I think, is the first 
division that I can see voters going in one of two, two, three, maybe even three ways with Epicenter, Taba, and Modern Games. Personally, I don't like a three-year-old turf horse winning this award unless the dirt division is incredibly weak and they just beat each other one one another every single time in each big race. But give me Epicenter to win three-year-old male. He's beaten everyone he had to beat. He beat everyone, everyone in this division. He won the toughest derby prep of the year in the Ridden Star. He ran really too, go, too good to lose in the Kentucky Derby. He, and he ran a, after he missed the break in the Preakness, he really ran a, a good race. He was gaining on the leader. And if it was a little bit longer, he'd have gotten there. He dominated the summer with wins in the Jim Dandy and the Travers. And you can't fault him for his one off the board. The horse broke his leg. And I think he, he was my pick in the, in the race to even come close to fight line. I think he'd have came running. He'd have been there at the wire. Uh, the award for me goes to Epicenter. The team needs some happiness as the horse has been retired after breaking his leg. And I think Epicenter would have even been an even better four-year-old. Older Dirt Male. I think the uh, finalists will be Flightline, Life is Good, and Olympiad. And the, the award is as easy as five words. And the winner is Flightline. Simple. Older dirt male, dirt female. The finalists, I think, will be Malathot, Clarier, Blue Sh and Blue Stripe. Malathot was so good this year. She beat Clarier twice. She was beat, got beat uh, twice by Clarier, but it's not how you start the year. It's how you finish. She beat Clarier twice, and one of them was in a, the championship race, the Breeders' Cup Distaff. Malathot is your older dirt female champion. Male Sprinter. Cody's Wish, Elite Power, and Jackie's Warrior. As much as I would love to see Jackie's Warrior go out a champion or Cody's Wish get this award, I think Elite Power is the winner of the Male Sprinter Eclipse. He won the Breeders' Cup over Jackie's Warrior and Cody's Wish. Didn't want to face him, either one of those two. He went for the longer distance and won the mile, dirt mile. In order to be the best in the division, you have to beat the best in your division. And that's what Elite Power did. Female Sprinter. Good night, Olive, Echo Zulu, and Caravelle. Caravelle is the only one... Of these finalists who won two grade ones. Simple. She's the winner. Female turf horse. This is a crazy. Toughest division for me. Warlike goddess. In Italian. And regal glory. Uh, I feel like Warlike, Warlike goddess. Is the best horse out of the three. But she didn't face her division. And she didn't win the breeder's cup. She faced. Turf classic, uh, turf classic males, and she ran a nice third in the Breeders' Cup turf. Then 
in Italian as a 2X grade one winner against Philly and Mayors this year. Regal Glory. Also, she won two grade ones this year. And in a few years, the Pegasus Philly and Turf will be a grade one. So that should be three. She Regal Glory beat in Italian once. But then in Italian came back and beat Regal Glory twice. So for me, uh, in Italian has to be the winner. She won two grade ones. She beat another finalist twice. Give me in Italian to win the female turf eclipse award. Um, male turf horse. I think the finalists will be Modern Games, Golden Pal, and Nation's Pride. Modern Games only ran in America twice this year, but he came, he ran, he's conquered easily two grade ones and the Breeders' Cup Mile, including the Breeders' Cup Mile. Golden Pal case uh, really doesn't exist because he runs in America, and that's not his fault. We just We just don't have a lot of prestigious turf sprinting grade ones and in his case to win a championship he faltered he lost in the breeders cup he didn't run well after he missed the break nation's pride he ran in america four times this year he was best in three out of the four in the belmont derby he ran second in which he came from the back of the pack against a slow pace and ran a nice second he won the second leg of the Turf Triple Crown by winning the Grade 1 Saratoga Derby. And he won the third leg by winning the Grade 3 Jockey Club Derby. Then was fifth against the best in the world in the Breeders' Cup Turf. But Modern Games is the winner for me. He was so dominant against American competition. And I, personally... Don't like putting European horses as champions in America unless they ran uh unless they ran over here a couple times. They deserve it. And they in Europe they have better turf racing. And Modern Games is one of the best they have to offer. So he's my pick to pick up an Eclipse Award for older turf male. For jockey, I think the finals will be Irad, Flavian Pratt, and Luis Saez. Irad Ortiz wins his fourth straight eclipse for outstanding jockey. He led the country in wins, grade one wins, and purse earnings. Trainer. Give me Todd Pletcher, Bill Mott, and Chad Brown. The winner for me is Chad Brown. He led the country in grade one wins and graded stakes. He had Zandon, winner of the Bluegrass, third in the Kentucky Derby. Regal Glory, 2X winner, grade one winner this year. Early voting, Preakness winner, in Italian, 2X grade one winner this year. He had a loaded stable. Chad Brown is your champion trainer. Owner, uh, I could see the finalists being Godolphin, Peter Brandt, and Jude Mont. The winner for me is Godolphin. Godolphin has strength in numbers and the big, biggest financial pockets in the game, so it's no surprise they won the most out of anyone in the game this year. 
They also earned the most amount of money by almost double the amount. Give me Godolphin to win champion owner. Champion breeder. Stone Street takes the crown for me. They led the they bred the likes of Clarier, Malathot, Julia Shining, and WNL, etc. Give me Stone Street to take champion breeder. Horse of the year should unanimously go to flight line. Simple. Thank you for listening. Let me know who your picks are for Eclipse Award. And this weekend, go to all of our social accounts, our Twitter, our Instagram, and especially our TikTok. We do fun games over there, fun challenges like trying to earn $50 million with five horse train horses. Then we do try and earn a billion dollars with Horse trainers, go over there and let me know if you can beat our scores and give us a follow. And if you would like to support the show, our Patreon is also tagged down below. Thank you. Happy New Year. Stay tuned for a great 2023 from Beat the Odds Horse Racing Show. Have a good